Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Last month, an appeals court confirmed a decision that awarded a woman from Missouri more than $5 million from GEICO, the big insurance company. And a claim involved an interpretation of the, quote, normal use of a vehicle. But in this case, normal is in the eye of the beholder. I don't know about where you grew up, but where I grew up, one of the main uses of an automobile was sex. The woman who filed the lawsuit says she contracted a sexually transmitted disease from her partner in the backseat of his Hyundai Genesis in 2017, and she believes Geico should compensate her because the encounter occurred inside an insured car. My thoughts about it are really... There's the kind of like techie, geeky law professor thoughts about some sort of technical mistakes that Geico made that put it in hotter water than it needs to be. And then there's the kind of like bigger picture question of, gosh, what does automobile insurance cover? I'm Mike Rogers, and this is Something Offbeat, in which we look for the quirky and unusual headlines of the day, the ones that make us do a double take and dig into the how and why behind them. This story went all around the law professor world, I promise you. That's Tom Baker, an insurance law professor at the University of Pennsylvania's Cary Law School. Pretty much everybody has auto insurance. And pretty much everybody except, you know, the top 10% don't have any money really that's gettable other than insurance. Lots of tort cases, people try to connect them to auto insurance. And this is, a, you know, not a frivolous example. I mean, you know, the, the question of whether Geico is going to have to pay this is going to be resolved in that federal court case brought by Geico. And that's not resolved. You know, reasonable minds can disagree about whether this arises out of the use of an automobile. The term tort case is going to be used a lot in this episode because these cases involve harm caused to someone through an act or an omission in which the injured person seeks compensation. You brought up a really good point. It's this mindset, I guess, that a lot of people have that, okay, I'm going to sue, but the person or persons responsible, they don't have any money. I can't get anything out of them. So who does have money? Who can I drag in by the heels? And I guess a lot of times it's the insurance company. My research involves a lot of talking to lawyers. And I had a, interviewed a lawyer in Miami, Florida, who said something to me that really s stuck with me. He says, you know, I'm a tort lawyer. I'm a plaintiff's lawyer. I need three things before I have a case. I need liability. Hey, I'm a lawyer. I'm good at proving liability. Two, I need damages. All right, you know, I can work with that, but there has to be some kind of injury. And then three, I need collectability. Because if I don't have the ability to get the money from the defendant, I'm wasting everybody's time. And insurance is the place, not just auto insurance, but insurance generally is the place that we go to get compensation and you know and that's the function of insurance it's not something that's sort of bad it's that's what that's why people have liability insurance the whole idea of automobile 
liability insurance is that people have the money to pay claims arising out of automobile, which then raises the question, <laughs> does giving someone an STD in the backseat of your car arise out of the use of an automobile? So you're saying something like this could be covered? Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's up to the judge at the end of the day, but I mean, I was not really joking at the beginning when I said is, you know, how do people use their cars? Baker points to a paper authored by Jonathan Simon of Berkeley Law about how cars impacted the social fabric of the country in the 1920s and 30s. One of the takeaways, the, quote, significance of the automobile as a movable but private space perfect for unregulated intimacies. In other words, people finally had private mobile places to have sex that didn't exist before. You mentioned earlier, Geico kind of dropped the ball in this case. What did they do wrong? Okay, well, so Geico got asked to defend this lawsuit because the policyholder said this arose out of the use of the automobile. Geico said no. So when Geico says no, that means that Geico loses all control over the lawsuit about, hey, did he give her an STD and what were the damages? And once Geico is out of the picture, the policyholder, the guy who owned the car, and the plaintiff, the woman who allegedly gave this STD, decided they're going to resolve this case by going to arbitration because that's quicker and faster. So they went to arbitration and, you know, in arbitration, they got a whopping verdict. And then Geico tried to relitigate whether she was really got the STD from her, whether it really took place in the car and whether he's really liable. And the court said, no, you, you can't do that. Like you can litigate in your federal court case, whether there's coverage or not, but you can't reopen the underlying tort liability case. And, and, and that is so non-controversial in insurance law that I don't understand why Geico spent the money trying to challenge it. According to court documents, the woman offered to settle the claim for $1 million in February of 2021. But a month later, she and the man went to arbitration where she was awarded $5.2 million. Now, the lawsuits kept coming. Geico sued both parties in federal court in April of 2021. Do you think Geico, through this process, may have just been thinking, what, there, there's no way that they'll ever award any damages. We're not going to worry about this. And then all of a sudden, bang, $5 million. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, they they do get the chance to say it's not covered. And so, you know, if they think it's worth it enough to try to do a Hail Mary and reopen the arbitration, essentially, why didn't they spend a relatively small amount of money in, in this compared to $5 million, you know, to hire one of their regular automobile defense lawyers to just handle this case. So if contracting a sexually transmitted disease in the backseat of a car can be covered, what else could someone claim as car related? I'll just give you some cases that we talk about in my tour in my insurance law class. So, so someone, a guy leaves his apartment on the second floor, goes down to the car, realizes he forgot his keys, calls up to his wife. She throws down the keys, hits him in the eye, rise out of the use of the car. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. Here's another one. A guy runs out of, he, he's mowing his lawn, his lawnmower runs out of gas. So what does he do? He siphons gas from his car, which then blows up. Rising out of the use of a car? That one, I, you know, I think probably not. Here's another one. Kids are at a bonfire 
this I can really relate to because I grew up in a rural area and we had all kinds of places we would go and have bon bonfires. And, you know, it starts to rain. So they back up the car to the, by the bonfire. And it was one of those old station wagons. Remember the ones that had the, the back door that opened up in the car that was facing the back? And I think someone throws a cherry bomb or something a, out of sitting in the car and it, and it uh, blows, blows up and injures someone. Baker says in some states, the policyholder doesn't even have to be in the car to be held liable. Some states, they have this negligent entrustment. So, so someone lets another person use a car for a drive-by shooting. Now, listen, you can't do a drive-by shooting without a car, right? That one, I think, didn't work. There's certainly a lot of parts of the country where having a gun rack in the back of your pickup truck is not an unusual thing, right? I live in one. Yes, <laughs> I'm aware. Well, you know, lots of accidents can happen when there's gun racks in cars. And when these accidents happen, is that a rise out of the use of the car or is or not? You know, there's a gun rack in the car and maybe the safety wasn't on or whatever. And so there's a whole slew of cases I call the guns and cars cases that frankly come out both ways. And they come up both ways because reasonable minds can disagree and or, you know, differ on this. And, you know, courts are just people, judges deciding these things. People might be surprised to learn that they could be liable for some of these things. Would they be surprised to learn similar things about their homeowner's policy? Homeowner's insurance is really different than car insurance. So a car insurance only covers you for stuff that arises out of the ownership, use, or maintenance of a car. Whereas your homeowner's insurance, as long as the claim against you involves bodily injury or property damage, then you're covered whether you're in your house or not. Your homeowners or renters owners or condo unit owners, they're a little umbrella walking around with you, protecting you against a rainy day of tort law wherever you go. We'll find out soon enough if that umbrella will fend off certain uses of an automobile. GEICO's federal case against the woman and the man, identified in court documents only as M.O. and M.B., is scheduled to begin in Kansas City in October. Is GEICO going to wind up having to pay this money? Are, are they running out of options? If the other court decides that this arose out of the ownership, use, or maintenance of the car, which I think they definitely could. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying they could. Then Geico will be on the hook as for the $5 million, as long as the other side proves one thing, which is that when she offered to settle the case for a million dollars, as long as a, a reasonable defendant who had enough money would have accepted that offer, then Geico is on the hook for the for the whole thing. So there's a lot of hoops that the plaintiff has to jump through to get the money. She's jumped through one, which is she's gotten that arbitration verdict, but she's going to have to jump through the hoop of, yes, this did arise out of the ownership, use, or maintenance of the car. And then two, to get more than the policy limit, she's going to have to prove that a reasonable insurance company that agreed that there was coverage would have accepted that $1 million offer. I'm guessing this is not going to wind up in one of those funny Geico commercials. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm Mike Rogers at News Radio 1080 KRLD in Dallas, Fort Worth. Thanks for joining me on Something Off Beats. This episode written and produced by Lauren Barry and Chris Blake. Audio editing by Chris Blake. Original music by Myron Kaplan and editorial support from Cooper Mall. 
Now to keep listening, please subscribe to us on the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends to check it out. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.